Welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock. Week four of the college football season and week three of the National Football League have came and they've went. It was an okay weekend of football, but before we look forward to this upcoming week in football and in sports, let's go back to the weekend recap. Thursday night football, the Jets invaded Cleveland. And how about the Browns? Cleveland wins 21-17. Cleveland, they look like the Browns in the first half. Just not good. Tyrod Taylor leaves the game with a concussion. Insert rookie quarterback Baker Mayfield. He gets a field goal drive right before half. And then three touchdowns in the second half. Browns. 14-point deficit all the way back. Baker Mayfield, he brought the juice. Hats off to you, Cleveland. You may have got a quarterback. Let's be a little patient, but Baker, he looked good. The ball was coming out fast. It was accurate. He looked decisive. It, it brought the team's energy level up. It instilled confidence in the rest of the team. Maybe there's something there. But uh, Browns, how about it? Getting their first win in over 600 and some days. Um, Friday night, college football. Number 16, UCF, the Central Florida Knights. <coughs> they beat uh, FAU, Lane Kiffin, the Lane Train, and the Owls, 56-36. Penn State had a uh, deficit, just three points, though. They're down in the third quarter, and then they avalanche. Illinois on the road, 63-24, ended up being the final there for the 10th-ranked Nittany Lions and uh, SC. Over Wazoo and a great one late Friday night, 39-36. to Let's move to Saturday. Teams t- took care of business lists. Number 24, Michigan State at Indiana, 35-21. Number 9, Auburn over Arkansas, 34-3. Number 6, LSU, 38. Louisiana Tech, 21. Number 25, BYU, 30-3 win over McNeese. Number four, Ohio State, 49, the six over Tulane. Number three, Clemson over Georgia Tech, 49 to 21. Number 21, Miami, eh, kind of struggled, I guess, a little bit looking at the score, but they beat FIU, 31 to 17. Number 12, West Virginia over Kansas State, 35 to 6. Number eight, Wake Forest, psych. Number eight, Notre Dame, I should say. They destroyed Wake Forest Ian Book into the lineup, and the passing offense takes off 56-27 road win for the Fighting Irish in that one. Michigan 56-10 over Nebraska. Um, Where am I here on my notes? Oh, upsets. Kentucky 28-7 over the 14th-ranked Mississippi State Bulldogs. Kentucky, very impressive. I knew Benny Snell, the running back, was good. I didn't know their front seven was that good. I mean, they got a, a really good D-line. They're very tough to run the football against. Look out. Mark Stoops might have something this year with that defense and Benny Snell. The Wildcats uh, get a nice one. Texas Tech went into number 15th ranked Oklahoma State, and they win going away 41-17 over the Cowboys. Number 23, Boston College 13, the home team. Purdue Boilermakers 0-3. They weren't that bad. Purdue gets the win, first one of the year, 30-13 over the 23rd-ranked BC Eagles. Number 13, Virginia Tech, 
in the saddest thing of the weekend. They lost on the road at Old Dominion 49-35 to in that one. Pick six games. Wait, forgot another note. Number five, Oklahoma, 28, Army, 21. Now, just go look at go look at the stats in this game. Oklahoma had the ball for a little over 16 minutes, or a little less than 16 minutes. Maybe even 14 minutes. Yeah, it was, because I think Army had the ball for a, a, a shade over 46 minutes. You know, in this day and age, you're like, oh, time of possession doesn't matter, but Clearly, when you play an option football team who has like a 10-minute drive that scored a touchdown and a couple nine-minute scoring drives in that game and your dynamic offense led by Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's not on the field at all. That's a problem. Now, Oklahoma, there's, you know, a lot of reports that they were vanilla defensively. Still, that's no excuse. But anyway, they survived. All right, pick six recap last week. A uh, Hey, Winning week should have been a six and zero week if we're going to be honest. Had Georgia, and uh, I got Georgia at plus four or minus fourteen and a half. They win by fourteen. So back to back weeks: the Ohio State game against TCU, twelve and a half. I picked that game at, and this past weekend, Georgia fourteen and a half, two wins, losing by a half point. I might have another one early in the earlier in the year, but I digress. So I missed the Georgia one by a half point. And the Stanford-Oregon, oh, my God. Oh. Now, them wiping away the touchdown earlier in the second half, I just thought Oregon was going to score regardless. That ended up being a huge play. A couple plays later, fumbles on the snap, scoop and score. Instead of it being 30 to seven, thirty-one-seven, pending the PAT. It's twenty-four-fourteen, and it completely changed the game. And then I know a lot of people's like, "Why? Why are you running the ball?" They're gonna have to punt late in the fourth quarter, and when they fumbled and gave Stanford the ball back with you know a little under a minute, like fifty some seconds to go. You're gonna have to punt. And as a Michigan fan, trust me, nothing's a given late in the game. You know, three years ago, that Michigan State game. Never seen anything like that in my lifetime since or previously towards that play. So I get some of the argument there, but, you know, just a a bad, bad, bad beat because Oregon dominated that game. Herbert was unbelievable. Anyway, Stanford does get the win there, 38-31. Georgia did win uh, on the road at Mizzou, 43-29, by the way. Here's the games I got right. Number 22, A&M, 23, Alabama, number one. They score 45. That game, uh, I took A&M plus 27. So, a little bit of a sweat. I kind of figured it would be that kind of game there. So, cha-ching there. Texas, 31, number 17, TCU, 16. Horn took them. They're catching three at home. And I rode the horns again. Texas, pretty good. Freshman safety. Uh, forget his uh, name. Probably should have jotted that down. But he's a ball hawk. He's a playmaker. Uh, Hurst. Her, Hills. I, I can't remember anyway. Uh, number 10, Washington 27. Arizona State 20. And that's a cover. I had uh, Arizona plus 17 and a half, I believe. Arizona State. Um, easy cover there. 
And number 18, Wisconsin 28, Iowa 17. Had Wisconsin on the road giving three and a half. Badgers were up four late and then uh, added a, a touchdown, really. They weren't trying to score. But uh, I knew it would be that 21, 17, 24, 20, uh, 17, 13, 17, 14 type game. So uh, ugly, beautiful, though, Big Ten football. Pick, uh, the uh, pick six is uh, now we we were well under 500, still under 500, 10 and 14 overall. All right, let's go to the NFL 1 o'clock games. Philly 20, Colts 16. Thought the Colts had a real chance to win this game. And um, ugly conditions out there in Philly. But Carson wins us back, and the Eagles win. Miami 28, Oakland 20. Again, Gruden. They were leading for a little bit of this game or half of this game. I don't know if the Raiders are terrible. I don't know if Gruden's terrible. Now, it was stupid, obviously, the trade Kalomak, but we're going to have to get over that at some point. <clears throat> and maybe, uh, you know, I didn't watch a lot of this game, <clears throat> but the Dolphins, they seem like they do have some, especially on the outside and both their offense, uh, the receivers, and their secondary. Seems like the Dolphins have some legit speed, a lot of team speed. Um, Panthers 31, Bengals 21, Dalton four picks. Welcome back, Andy Dalton. Ugly game, Tennessee Titans 9, Jaguars 6. Chiefs undefeated, they're a wagon, 38-27 over the Niners. Jimmy Garoppolo, torn ACL though, out for the year, suffered in this game. That sucks. That absolutely sucks. Redskins 31, Packers 17. Clay Matthews again with another third, third straight week where you just look at, at the highlight. Slow-mo, and you're like, what is he supposed to do? Getting a roughing the passer call. I, I mean, it's getting a little ridiculous. Uh, the Giants, 27. Texans, 22. Uh, I'm sorry, Houston. I took you. I feel like an idiot now. I took Houston to be the AFC representative in the Super Bowl, and they're 0-3. And Watson's regressed a little bit. And uh, I don't know. It seems like Bill, Bri- Bill O'Brien's message Maybe isn't being conveyed like he wants it to be. I don't know. So, uh, that's that sucks. I'm sorry I put the kibosh on it. Uh, Ravens 27, Broncos 14. Bills destroy the Vikings 27 to 6 in Minnesota. Biggest outright upset win, according to Vegas, maybe ever. I know since 1995. Um... So the Bills, not the worst team in the league, at least this week. Best game in the 1 o'clock window. The Saints win in overtime in Atlanta, 43-37. to Ryan, Matt Ryan was awesome. Drew Brees was awesome. That was NFC South offensive football at its best. Uh, A.J. Green hurt his hamstring. Like I said, Garoppolo at the ACL. Marcus Peters and Aqib Tlaib. Uh, notable injuries. Um, both corners for the Rams. Got to be out uh Potentially for a little bit. Four o'clock games. The Rams, speaking of them, they get a win over the Chargers, 35-23. Rams also uh, undefeated wagons thus far. Seattle, 24. Dallas, 13. Seattle gets their first win of the year. Old Thomas with a beautiful interception. Dallas again. 
Uh, I don't know how Zeke Elliott's leading the league in rushing because every time I've watched Dallas, their offense just looks like it, it can't move the ball and it can't score. It's constipated. So, I don't know. Anyway, Bears, 2-1. and one. They get the win. 16-14 to 14 again. Khalil Mack doing Khalil Mack things. The defense leading the way for the Bears. And I'm, I'm falling for the Bears. I'm real, I, I was looking for an NFL team this year. I'm starting to pull for the Bears a little bit. Now, I don't, I'm don't. i not a Trubisky guy right now, but Khalil Mack is my favorite player to watch in the NFL right now. I, he fucking gets to the quarterback whenever he wants, and he makes havoc happen. He gets the ball out. It's just, he's incredible. He's incredible. Sunday night football, the Lions destroy the Pats. Uh, 26 14 or 26-10, I can't read my chicken scratch. Anyway, the Lions win. Pats, they look slow. I watched a lot of this. They looked slow. They looked unorganized. Receivers can't really get open. So uh, back to the drawing board for the Patriots. I think uh, the Josh Gordon signing or trade, uh, I think they're really hoping that works out. And then you get Edelman back after this weekend. Uh, so maybe that unlocks their offense a little bit. Monday Night Football Steelers and an exciting one, 30, Buccaneers 27. Steelers, congrats, first one. Ryan Fitzmagic, Fitzpatrick, eh, he was kind of Ryan Fitzpatrick in the first half. Three interceptions. Now, two of them were bad luck interceptions, deflections at the line that went straight up into the air right into the middle of the field. So, But still, he did throw for over 400 for the third straight game. So, is, fit, it's fiz, is it Fitz... <laughs> Let me talk here. Is it Fitzpatrick? Is he resurfacing? Or do we still have Fitzmagic? So, I guess. Anyway, Tiger Woods. He won. He won the Tour Championship to close out the notebook section here. Psych. Just kidding. No, Tiger really did win. Psych. I did write down Kyle Busch won at Richmond. Yes, NASCAR was in Richmond last week. Although I said it was Texas. My bad. I apologize. But Tiger, it was awesome to see Tiger back. And he got my eyeballs away from NFL Sunday to watch him basically play the last seven, eight holes on the back nine. And uh, it's tremendous. And the Ryder Cup's coming up. And Tiger, I don't know, he's, he's back or close to being back. So that is your weekend recap. Let's jump to the pick six segment here on the Podcock PCAST. All right, the pick six for this weekend again. We got time to, to settle into the National Football League. After college football's regular season's over, we'll have what, five full weeks of just standalone NFL football. So I'm not worried about it. Again, I went with six college games last week. I'm going to do that again this week. We'll start. Chronological order, number three, Clemson 4-0 in all the land. They'll host the Syracuse Orange. Syracuse 4-0 as well. Noon kickoff on ABC Clemson, 20-point favorite. 61.5 is the over-under. Maybe Syracuse to a lot of people is a surprise 4-0. Clemson, they've kind of been not as dominant as a lot of people had. And they did announce early this week, freshman quarterback, thank God Dabo, finally came to his senses. But freshman quarterback Trevor Lawrence 
as the starter. I think he is the better option at the quarterback spot for this football team. When you look at this game, though, specifically, Clemson, they're in a revenge spot last year. They lost at Syracuse in the Carrier Dome. Not Kelly Bryant out of the game. I think with Lawrence in the lineup, this offense is going to take off. The D-line is going to get to Eric Dungy, a quarterback for Syracuse that I like. He's tough, but sometimes he just doesn't, he just doesn't know when to, 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 to kill a play and give himself up. He kind of gets hurt. He's kind of one of these guys that run a little bit with reckless abandon. and He's fun to watch, though. But uh, I got Clemson here. I'll lay the 20, 52-17, the Tigers get it done. We'll stay at noon, ESPN 2, number 12, West Virginia. 3-0, the Mountaineers will travel to number 25, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Also with three wins on the season. 3-1, and one, though, on the year. West Virginia, four-point road favorite. The over-under, of course, 75.5. We knew it would be high. With these two, because both these offenses can score points and bunches. Love Will Greer. He might be my top quarterback in college football right now. Just so accurate. Knows this West Virginia Dana Holgerson offense like the back of his hand. He's got a great number one target, especially in the red zone. Big, tall David Seals. Weird things do happen in Lubbock, and that's the one thing that kind of has me a little hesitant. I'm making this pick. I mean, they fucking threw the tortillas. Uh, everybody keeps saying Texas Tech has the has, has an improved defense, and it might be improved, um, but it's still rated like 90th in total defense in the country out of 130 teams. So it's not even an average defense. Uh, I think we get a back and forth high scoring affair here. I think West Virginia kind of wins this one, maybe going away. Uh, a late touchdown. So, give me, uh, I'll lay the points. Give me West Virginia minus the four. I say 45 to 38. WVU beats TT. All right, 7.30 Eastern time on Fox. Number 20, 3-1, and one, BYU. The Cougars will travel to the 11th ranked Washington Huskies, also a 3-1 and one record. Fox, 7.30, like I said kickoff time. Washington, a 16.5 point favorite over-under set for 44. So, BYU solely ranked because they snuck into the top 25 last week with that win on the road at Wisconsin. And it was it was impressive. But now they're the 20th team in the country. I know Solani Sataki, Halani Sataki's team is physical. I know Tanner Mangum's back for his 12th year. At BYU at the quarterback spot, they run the football. Uh, they're physical on defense, but they're overrated. Flat out, I hate to say it, but it's true. They're overrated. Washington at home, tough environment. Obviously, they got more talent. Great secondary, good D-line. Jake Browning, Miles Gaskin. I think Washington, they haven't had one since the North Dakota game. It's been a while since Washington's. Kick somebody's ass at home. They're good for a couple one, a couple of those a year, especially under Chris Peterson. I think maybe a little statement, but nobody's probably going to watch this game at all. But Washington, the Huskies, going to kick BYU's ass. 
I'll lay the 16 and a half here with Washington. They won 31 to 10 over the Cougs of BYU. We'll move the 10 o'clock, 10.30 Eastern time on Fox Sports 1, 19th ranked Oregon. The Ducks 3-1. They'll go into Cal, who's got a 3-0 ranking. And they're the 24th ranked team in the country right now. Oregon, a three-point road favorite. Over under set for 58. Cal, they've been solid on both sides of the football. Uh, Justin Wilcox, a defensive-minded guy. He's got the defense playing well. The offense has been good, uh, likewise. But they haven't played anybody. With the exception of BYU, that's their best win. They did beat them on the road. Close, low-scoring game, though. Oregon, huge letdown spot in this one. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Mario Cristobal, first-year head coach, I think this is a, a big spot for them. I'm going to trust Mario's new energies instilled in this program. I think Justin Herbert realizes, hey, I got a shot to be a Heisman guy. I got a shot to be the number one overall pick. I need the ball out every game he did last week. They should have beat Stanford. I'm not sure how good Cal is. So give me Justin Herbert. Give me the Ducks. I'll take them minus three. 35-23, Oregon beats Cal on the road. All right, the two marquee games will go back to 7-30 here. Game number five, 7-0 Stanford, 4-0 on the season. I said 7-0, didn't I? The seventh-ranked Stanford Cardinal, 4-0 on the season. They'll travel to Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, also 4-0, and ranked eighth in all the land. 7-30 kickoff time, 7-30 Eastern, that is. On NBC, Notre Dame, a three-and-a-half point favorite at home. 51-and-a-half is the over-under. Code game of the week, playoff implications on the line. Notre Dame, of course, they're home. They have the better defense, in my opinion. I like Stanford secondary, uh, probably a little more. But as a complete unit, give me the Notre Dame defense slightly over uh, over Stanford. Also, in my opinion, Notre Dame, better offensive line. I thought Stanford, like, what was Stanford football when Harbaugh got that thing going and with David Shaw? Road grading, offense line up front, great defense as well. They've struggled to run the football. Bryce Love really hasn't gotten off. So I think both lines of scrimmage in this game will be controlled by Notre Dame. Now, I like that Notre Dame's inserted in book in at quarterback. He's a better passer than uh than Brandon Wimbush, not as dynamic with his legs, but he is mobile and can run. They can run design runs with Book. So you get still have the complete offense with Ian Book, a little less of the mobility, but way better going through the air. So I think he makes their offense more balanced and markably better. Like I said, Stanford, they've struggled to run the football. One thing that stands out to me in this one, another Back-to-back, straight, two straight, huge, huge spots if you're Stanford to go in to and try to beat a team on the road. Last week, of course, going into Austin, they did survive. Stanford's gutty. They're gritty. All that. I know that. But just another absolute huge challenge on the road. A lot of traveling. Uh, another great competition uh, ahead of them. That's a lot to ask. So give me Notre Dame minus the three and a half. I think they win. I think it's going to be a close, low-scoring game. I really do. Uh, Notre Dame 
barely covers 24-20 over Stanford. Final game in the pick six. What else would it be? Happy Valley, wide out, 7.30 Eastern time on ABC. Number four, verse number nine. Number four, Ohio State, the Buckeyes, 4-0 on the season. At number nine, Penn State, Nittany Lions, 4-0. The Buckeyes, a four-point favorite. 66 is the over-under. The number one and two scoring offenses in the country going at it here in this one. I'm excited. We know the wide out in Happy Valley has a tough environment. But to me, Penn State, they've been kind of a kind of a team that's lost their way a little bit. Each game has kind of been a choose your own adventure, choose your own adventure with them. Uh, if they get off to a hot, fast start, you know, they're going to have a lull to start the second half and let a team back in, kind of like they did with the with the Appalachian State, or they start slow. I'm I'm worried about this. I don't think their defense. Definitely isn't as good as Ohio State's, but I don't think their defense has met a lot of people's expectations this year. Now, McSorley, he's played a ton of games, a ton of big games. K.J. Hamlin, Hamler on the outside, a nice target. Miles Sanders is an adequate running back. We know they got dudes. We know they're going to be able to move the ball a little bit. But Ohio State's defense is better. I give the, the advantage there. I think Haskins is better than McSorley. Ohio State, to me, has more weapons. You know, you look at uh, Weber and Dobbins, two running backs, and then the myriad of wide receivers, Campbell, Mack. um, I'm blanking on a lot of these guys. Uh, McLaurin. Ohio State has three, four guys that are dangerous out there on the perimeter. You know, with the way Haskins is playing and their weapons... Even Ohio State, I give them the advantage defensively. Even with Bosa out, I think they got a deeper defense line and a deeper defense. They just they I trust Ohio State more. So, in this spot, I'm on the Buckeyes here. I'll lay the four. I think they win. I think it's going to be a marvelous game, though. 34-24, Ohio State gets it done in Happy Valley. And there's your pick six. Let's go now and close this puppy out with the weekend menu. And the weekend menu. We'll close it out here on the Podcock PCAST here on Anchor. College football, nothing Thursday. I'll check that. Let's, yeah, Miami. 16th ranked team in the country will host North Carolina in ACC game 8 Eastern time on ESPN. On Thursday, Thursday night football in the National Football League. Also this Thursday, tomorrow night, I record this on a Wednesday morning, by the way. Uh, the Vikings will go to the Rams. It's on Fox, 820 Eastern time kickoff. Their college football notables on Saturday, Ole Miss at number fifteen or at number five, LSU nine Eastern time on ESPN. South Carolina at number seventeen, Kentucky seven thirty Eastern time on the SEC Network. Florida they'll go to number twenty three, twenty uh, third ranked Mississippi State the Bulldogs. That's a six Eastern time kick on ESPN. Baylor at number six, Oklahoma three thirty Eastern time kick. On ABC, Virginia Tech at number 22. Duke, 
7 Eastern Time on ESPN2. Number 14, Michigan at Northwestern. Fox, 4.30 Eastern Time on Saturday. Georgia will host Tennessee in the number two ranked dogs. Uh, 3.30 Eastern Time SEC game on CBS. Number 18, Texas at Kansas State. 3.30 Eastern Time on Fox Sports 1. That'll do it for the college stuff. NFL, notable 1 o'clock window games. How about the Dolphins at Patriots on CBS? The Eagles at the Titans on Fox. The Buccaneers at the Bears on Fox. Bengals at Falcons on CBS. 4 o'clock, jack shit this week. They have no games that I'm excited about. There is 4 o'clock NFL games, obviously, but nothing that tickles my fancy. So let's jump to Sunday Night Football. Ravens at Steelers, one of the best rivalries in pro football. Of course, NBC, 820. Monday Night Football, Chiefs at Broncos, 815 Eastern Time on ESPN. That could be um, interesting, to say the least. And finally... Ryder Cup, be on the lookout for that. Racing, Formula One at the uh, Russian Grand Prix, Sunday morning, 6.10 a.m. Eastern Time. Watch it on ESPN2. NASCAR, first cutoff race of the playoffs. 16 drivers go down to 12. They're in Charlotte, and it's the Roval. Yes, the road course slash oval. First year, this this is going to be a monkey wrench type race. Sunday, in, uh, Sunday 2 Eastern Time. On NBC, that, even if you're not a racing fan, you got to tune in. There's going to be some big wrecks, I feel like. Still kind of a relatively new course. I'm excited for that one. Plus, the cutoff race, these guys are going to be driving like they're angry at gasoline. So be be on the lookout for that. Get ready. Anyway, let's close this puppy out. Plug the Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at PodcockPCast. Uh, rate. Review, subscribe, download, hate, love, do all those things. Uh, the show is on Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker Audio, Found uh, Anchor, of course. Just get on the internet, Google, search Podcock PCast, and uh, you'll be able to find it. So. Without further ado, I'll close down this show. This has been the only Tyler Peacock for the Podcock PCAST saying bye.